with Sarah Godey, Monica Steely, and Amber Miller. We're excited to announce the launch of a small group Bible study called Be Together. Be Together is a discussion-driven study focusing on creating close-knit unity among women and encouraging them to delve deeper into God's Word. For more resources and information about the Bible study or this episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. Hello and welcome to the BeeCast. My name is Amber Miller. I'm here today with Monica Steely and Sarah Godey. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we're so happy to be back. We've missed each other. We've missed recording. This is, we're really excited. And I've missed the Princess Leia headphones. <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Leia <laughs> um, And we, um, it, today especially is a really, really exciting day because we have a special guest with us. Yeah. Sarah, tell us a little bit about our guest. So I'm totally excited about our guest today. Her name is Pam Elmore. And my husband, Chris, and I have been fortunate to have Pam and her husband, Tim, to be a part of our lives for practically our entire marriage for at least probably 16, 15 or 16 That's years. So awesome. Wow. And um, we've seen each other's kids grow and we've invested in each other's children. They've been a complete resource, go-to um, dump on, <laughs> ask advice of, um, accountability, and um, they have a magnificent ministry that Chris and I have been able to support, and that has um, come back around to influence our kids in their school system, and Monica and Greg have also had Benefited a great... Benefited from yes. the blessing of the Elmores in our lives. Like, That's exactly right. No words. They're very special people, and we were just talking on the way here about the tremendous impact that they've had on so many lives that they just don't mm-hmm. even know about. I could tell just start crying right now about it. So Pam, I just want to give you a chance though to introduce yourself to us. Tell us who you are, about you and Tim, your kids. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for inviting me. I don't traditionally take opportunities like this, but you and Monica, Sarah and Monica, um, are two women that even though you're younger than me, I have so much respect for you two as women of God. And, um, moms and wives and you do so many things better than I ever did and no so way. Oh, I, no love, way. I love our relationship it's that iron sharpens iron thing yes. but um <clears throat> let's see I am a California girl mm-hmm. I was born in Sacramento and raised in San Diego and um so and still have family there so we get out there a lot but we moved to Atlanta about 19 years ago love it raised our kids here in Atlanta and um it was the right Thing for us. God knew you would have told me before we moved that I'd be going there. I would, I just would have laughed in your face, but you know how God is. He surprises you and then you follow him and it's better than you even realize. So, um, I was raised in the church. I was raised in Methodist church and, um, but it wasn't until I was 16, believe it or not, even though I was raised in the church that I realized you had to make a decision to follow Mm -hmm or not follow Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and believe in his claims. And oddly enough, my, who, Tim Elmore, who's my husband was in the church youth group at that time. And they didn't have a youth pastor and he was very influential in me seeing the light even before we started, Mm -hmm. ever started dating and all that. So that's pretty precious thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so when I was 16, followed Jesus and 
we've had it's it's been a precious precious thing as you all know you go through some deserts Mm -hmm. but gosh at the end of it you're grateful you did it Mm. because God takes you to a new place and creates continues to create that right new creature inside of you um so yeah Tim was influential on that Tim and I Oh my gosh. He was my high school sweetheart, but not because we were in high school together. We were in high school church youth group together. <laughs> started dating there. And um, I got married when I was 19. Wow. And he was I didn't realize tw- that. Mm-hmm. I know. And he was 21. Wow. We were babies. My kids are have are older than that now and I'm thinking what were we thinking oh my gosh but we had everybody's blessing I wish people had really asked us some tough questions yeah and um that's what we have you for (laughs) tough questions and you know I never saw my parents argue Mm -hmm. so when we had we didn't have our first argument till we were married so when we had our first argument I was like what does this mean yeah oh my gosh what do I do with this you know so um we've been intentional with when we've had disagreements, you know, our kids have seen a lot of those, but we've also allowed them to see the resolve. And, um, that is normal. That's what normal is. Conflict resolution Mm -hmm. is such a vital tool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was that same way. I had never seen my parents argue ever. And then when we did, I was like, we're getting divorced. It was frightening. And, um, but yeah, so I wouldn't encourage people, to, especially now, to get married that young. Mm. And people got married younger even before us. But to get married that young, you do so much growing up in your 20s. Yeah. And um, Tim and I are not the same people we were when we married. I mean, there's still a lot of intrinsic things that are the same. Right. But like every once in a while, he goes, where's that meek and mild mannered woman I once married? <laughs> I'm like, she's long gone. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, we're even more crazy about each other now. And so it's just a journey you take That's together great. and you give each other grace and you give each other, you wait on each other at some of those yeah. difficult times to let God do what he's doing, mm-hmm. even though it might be hard to live with the person during that time. <laughs> but, um, so, so it's, it's so what you're saying is we're normal. Yes, <laughs> yes. you're normal, girls. You're normal. Well, and I think um, what I love about having you here today, Pam, is that um, when you talk about being missional, mm-hmm. which is our topic of conversation, it would be easy to have Tim here because he has this really large platform mm-hmm. of growing leaders and leadership development in the college age and younger in the in the world and globally, which mm-hmm. is so amazing. But I think sometimes as women, when we think about being missional, that's what we think, that we've got to be all in on this huge platform that's out in front of everyone, which Mm -hmm. you're really not typically the speaker. Mm -hmm. You prefer not to be the one on stage with the microphone like you are today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally Um, on a stage. Literally (laughs) on a stage. Even headphones. (laughs) But you're probably one of the most missional-minded women Mm -hmm. that I know and such a great example to me Mm -hmm. of how to be... Um, a helpmate, um, the parenting. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you do it all. I've seen you work with my husband before. Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. seen you now have your own business. I've seen you support Tim when he was at Equip and now as Growing Leaders founder. Tell me a little bit about each of those roles and and what missional looked like to you, priorities looked Mm -hmm. like to you. How did you get to where you were and you knew that's where you were supposed Mm -hmm. to be? 
Well, it's it's a journey, you know, and I'm 53, almost 53. So I'm st- and I I'll be a student and I'll be growing the rest of my life, maybe always, right? Mm-hmm. But um there was a lot of soul searching. Fortunately, I wasn't Tim and I didn't have Tim's a prolific writer communicator. Um those are his strengths and gifts. Mine would and it took a while to figure out some of those roles. I've never some couples could be very different, but I've never um, felt competition like I need to be mm-hmm. on that stage. Why am I not getting the phone calls? That has never been my issue. Yeah, I'm fortunate. I'm grateful for that. Um, so it's self discovery. What were my gifts? You know, and I, mine were more organizational, managerial. Um, I'm a nurturer, which most moms are, but I think even outside of being a mom, I'm a nurturer. Mm -hmm. Um, I care about people. I value Mm -hmm. people. Um, but so we didn't have, I, I never, I knew Tim, I'm a, and I'm a facilitator. Here he is having these big grandiose visions and calling. Mm -hmm. And I like being a support for that. I've always liked being that. Now, did I realize, I knew I was going into the ministry. I knew I was marrying a man in ministry. I didn't know what that looked like exactly. Too young to even ask good questions about it. Um, But it turned into a lot of traveling. It turned into him being gone a lot. And I had to adjust to that. Um, But when it was all, when, you know, when the dust settles and you kind of make sense of some things, um, my role as a wife was to, one, be very supportive and two, not to get in Tim's, God's way. Not so much Tim's way, but God's way. Mm. And um, fortunately, family time is very therapeutic for Tim. So mm-hmm. he, if he was gone too much, he'd starve to death mm. emotionally. Right. So he would guard his calendar pretty much. But um, only once, and he gave me veto power. But only once, because I, I don't want to get in God's way. Only once have I challenged him on a on a trip. And it, when I say challenge, I use that term loosely because Tim is, um, he's always been very teachable. He knows mm-hmm. I'm not, he's gone and I'm home whining all the time. I, I never put pressure on him. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that what he's doing is a call of God. Right. The right. last thing I want to do is stand before God and him say, why did you whine so much? You kept right. him from being where he needed to be, blah, 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 blah. So, um, and only once I had to... Mention it, and the only reason I mentioned that particular trip was because it conflicted with something that was important for our kids. Right. So that's legitimate, and he yeah. doesn't want to miss all those things that are significant to the kids. So, and I would be the—I was good at organizing and managing our home, everything in the home. If I couldn't fix it, then I'd call somebody to fix it. But when he was home. What I could, my strengths at home freed him up from having to do a whole lot, so that he could really engage with the family Mm -hmm. and we were his focus. Yeah. B. And, um, one, it was therapeutic for him Two, We got his undivided attention. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to come home and catch up on some things, you know? So we've been very fortunate that way. I love that. And that's a great, um, that's a great lesson for me because Chris travels quite a bit Mm -hmm. and you know, he's not a a fix it kind of guy. Um, and we've tried to alleviate some of those pressures at home, but I've, you know, I find myself getting frustrated, like mm-hmm. you don't da 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 da, or mm-hmm. you didn't da 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 da. And I just have to remember that I've got to be more supportive and free him to be able to do what his strengths are mm-hmm. and serving God. And then when he's home, he's all in mm-hmm. at being home. That's such a great reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love what you said, not getting in God's way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sticky state. Because it's, uh, it, 
I think it's easy in the moment of the day-to-day mundane activity mm-hmm. to think that it's it's his choices. Like we put the onus on the husband versus realizing it's it's a calling, especially when it's in ministry. Yeah. Um, but definitely in just jobs and mm-hmm. stuff too. Like mm-hmm. that's their role. And mm-hmm. if if they're if they love Jesus and they're pursuing what God has called them to do, corporate America or whatever. Mm-hmm. It really is interfering with what God is doing mm-hmm. more than it's yeah. interfering with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I have um, such a struggle with the broken family today. Like mm-hmm. I just, it makes my heart really sad. What I love um, is what we're talking about, how being a wife is missional. It's not just a job. It's not a title. It's a true calling. There's a mission there. Mm-hmm. And we need to remember that God's a part of that. It's not just me, him, and that's it. It is... there's a servant's heart that we need to have towards our husbands. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about the, the mission of being a mom. Um, you know what? I did not know I'd love being a mom as much. And I think that's probably the case for many of us, but I didn't know I'd love it as much as I did and do. Mm -hmm. I, I was a little concerned because I knew I was a baby person, but I didn't know if I'd like how I was going to do beyond that. I was looking forward to the beyond that, you know, but, um, I, I have just loved and enjoyed every stage, even with them as young adults now. Um, but I do remember when they were toddlers, um, you know, that's a very physical, emotionally taxing role and, um, and time season in their life. And part of me, I think I was struggling partly with some of my own identity. And then there was a time I really wanted to be everything. I felt like I wasn't being significant enough, you know, wiping the noses and the bottoms and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was wanting to pursue a career. Mm-hmm. And in the area of special events mm-hmm. and managing and planning those. And um, so I kind of got on this kick where I wanted to just really engage in that, get some more education and pursue it. So I did. I tried very, very hard to do that and be everything my kids needed. And um, it was a train wreck. It was Mm -hmm. a real train wreck. It was probably one of the most difficult periods of my life. It was a good three, four months where I was in a wrestling match Mm -hmm. with God over it. And the family remembers it well. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially Tim. Because, you know, you, you get, when you're fighting, and it was an all-internal thing, you know, you're just like, um, you're, I was irritable. I, wasn't, I was impatient. Um, Completely the opposite of who you are. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I think Tim was like, I hope I can get her back, you know. But, you know, and then there, he's gone through seasons where he's not quite my husband. And so we all, we just have to pray for him and each other and be supportive through those periods. But, um, no, but God was really, really wrestling with me on that. And he took me to the mat. He had to, Mm. because I was just really fighting it that hard. I think it was just, I just didn't feel like I was being significant enough. I wanted to be, I am woman, you know, I Mm -hmm. can bring home the bacon and cook it and all that. So, um, he just took me down and it's, it was his grace though. Mm-hmm. It was always his grace because he didn't even know. I mean, I didn't even know what I wanted. Yeah. And he made sure he took me to where really I wanted to be. Yeah. And so finally, I was just so miserable. And I knew I was, 
not pleasing my Heavenly Father. He took me to the mat, and I finally cried uncle, you know, one of those messy cries and mm-hmm. uh, and grieving. You just, because you have to die to that vision. Mm-hmm. You have to die to that desire. And I had to grieve through it and all that, but I let it go, and my love for my family, my husband, my children just blossomed. Mm. And to, if I had to look back on it now, if I had just pursued that, I would have just missed out on some of the depth that God mm. really wants us to enjoy. Right. And, and the, I think my kids would have been messed up because if Tim's gone a lot, you know, I think I, just being around, I brought emotional security. Yeah, stability. Yeah, stability. Um, th- I think there would have been holes in their hearts. And um, anyway, so God, in his grace, for all of our sakes, he took me down. But I'm so glad he did. Yeah. Because it has, nothing has been more fulfilling and more brought more joy in my life. Mm-hmm. And not only in their lives, but in the things, the, the activities and things that it, the kids took me to, sure. you know, and involved me in mm-hmm. and the other people and that came into our lives because of all their activities and stuff. So, and really there were ministries with that. We've had interns in our home that we right. had a chance to invest in. My kids were very, um, theatrical. And so sometimes there'd be a show or something with, at the young adult level where an actor would need to be in our, a place to live. And I got to you know, invest in their lives. Yeah, some right. of them were Christian, some of them weren't. So that was a missional yeah. part when they got to be a little bit older. Mm-hmm. When I love that again, because I think so many times we go into our lives thinking this is gonna, this is my calling. This is my mm-hmm. ministry. This is where I'm going. And we've had this conversation with Amber and twenties yeah. is such a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. And she's gone through a lot of like, who am I? What do I want? Where am I going? And now we really know where she's going. <laughs> and you know, I think that, um, and then we question God, like, why he's not opening that up. This is one of my little thorns in the flesh. I struggle with this because I think of big things and I'm visionary. But everywhere that we are is a ministry. Mm-hmm. And what's important is that we're being obedient to the ministry, the mission that God wants for us, not what we want for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you wanted that career. Mm-hmm. But he said, hey, this is what I want you to do. But you've been able to stay tapped in in part-time opportunities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be able to work some of that into um, your obedience to mm-hmm. God and your priorities mm-hmm. and making sure that the family was first and the career was second. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you are a career woman mm-hmm. and you own your own business and you're mm-hmm. doing event planning. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about that. Did I ever think I would <laughs> have my own business? Did I ever think I'd go back to something like that? No, mm-hmm. that is just, um, a gift. And Tim would say, you know, yeah, you had, you had to die to it, but God's resurrected it. Oh, I love that. At a time where it's appropriate. Right. You know? Now, um, there are women that have to, you know, bring in help with the income. And sure. single moms, I don't know how they do it. I, my, hats, my hat goes off to them. I love them. Yeah. And respect them so much. Mm-hmm. But in our situation, and every household's different, you know, I needed to be the one that was at home. And um, so the season opened up. And Tim, bless his heart, he's so, um, he's not just mindful of his own work. He's very mindful of each of our kids and myself. And he was, he was kind of prodding. When he saw, he's like, okay, the, in his mind and in his heart, he's like, the kids are going to be leaving. They're growing up. Pam's 
what is Pam going to do? She's going to have to have something, you know. So he was real prayerful about what that would be. And, and certain signs were starting to show up, like not only would I take on something, but what I would take on. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so now I run what is my own business called Pampered Events. And I plan and manage events and primarily weddings. And I love it. So I've done it off and on for like 30 years. You know, a friend would ask me to help here, do whatever. I started at a church years and years ago. So I kept my, my um, foot in the door for a while there. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. And I'm not only, I think every day I wake up and I'm thinking, if I'm interacting with, interacting with somebody, I don't care if it's the mechanic, my na- my, a new neighbor, whoever it is, I'm just like, they're in, they're in my day for mm-hmm. a reason. And so I try to love on everybody, <clears throat> make sure everybody feels valuable, because in God's eyes, they are. And then if those conversations can take us to something spiritual, I just, you know, I'll go there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with my clients... They're not just clients, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and I'm a hugger, so we are always hugging. I'm always loving on them. I do want them to know where all that's coming from. But sometimes the conversations lead to that, and sometimes they don't. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't wear a sandwich board. You know, I'm a Christian. You should be too, kind of a thing. You know, <laughs> I, I think we've had too much of that, and it's kind of hurt right. the church's yeah. effort. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I think they just need to be loved again. Yeah. And, um, and see a marriage that works. Mm-hmm. And it's not perfect, Mm-mm. but at least we have the designer to turn to, right. you know. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to going back to the marriage thing again, the, um, my goal is not to please Tim as much as it is to please my Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And in pleasing Him, He will not allow me to be selfish mm. and demand my own way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and another, well, I don't, you may be leading to another question, but I'll just go there. I, yeah, um, it. preach it. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like salivating. Just going, I know. I know. <laughs> I want to be on. like you when I grow up. <laughs> Trust me. There's still work to be done. Oh my gosh. But, um, and I'm really, one of my biggest things right now is, you know, we need to, what we do, we need to do from the spirit of God that is in us mm-hmm. and not out of our own flesh. Right. God will use our flesh to build his kingdom, but it doesn't amount to anything when, once we stand before him. Yeah. And really he's glorified when we walk by faith and allow his spirit to actually do the work through us. And a moment where I was awakened to that was because I have a tendency to be a perfectionist and the organized one and logistical one. And so there's order to everything, right? right. And so as a new, as a new bride, I was um, helping Tim at pastoring a church or a youth group. And I didn't know how to be a pastor's wife. I didn't know how to be anything, you Do know, any of us. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't. but I put on a persona, mm. you know, and I, tried to look right, act right, do all these things. And I remember, because that was just kind of innate for me anyway, mm-hmm. but I remember going home one night, this was before we ever had kids, 
By the way, we got married young, but we waited seven years to have kids. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little more mature. Um, yeah, long honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just came home and I just threw myself on our bed. I don't even know if Tim was around or not, but I threw myself in bed. I was crying. I was like, I'm so tired of trying to be a Christian. Mm. And the, it might as well have been an audible voice because that's how crystal clear it was for me. But my heavenly father said, stop trying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And he's like, let me live this life through you. Mm. Wow. And only God's spirit can do the work that has to be done in another life and in another heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a discerning person. I just have to pr- every morning wake up and say, you know. I'm yours, but I might not actually pick up on a situation. I know Sarah's great. She's so discerning. You know, she can kind of read through anything. My daughter's like that too, but I just have to float through the day and trust that he's making my life count. Right. And yeah, it may never, I may never get the applause. I don't want those. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm with Tim somewhere, which is rare, but when I am with him, I don't want to sit in the front, low, front row unless somebody makes me. I like to just kind of blend in and meet the folks out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm Pam, not Dr. Tim Elmore's wife, right. although I'm very proud to be. Right. But I just, you know, I don't know. It's just I am very, very aware of people mm. in life-on-life connection, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. And even if it's just in a brief conversation or opening a door for somebody, just be Jesus for that person, yeah. you know? And may they not have a reason to not want to know him yeah. because of what I did or didn't do. Right. That's truly being missional. That is truly being missional because there's no applause. There's no platform. Mm-hmm. There's nobody patting you on the back. Mm-hmm. You're not receiving accolades. You don't have numbers to measure anything by. Mm-hmm. You're just choosing to be Jesus mm-hmm. as much as day. possible every single day, like mm-hmm. you said, to the mechanic, to whomever because you feel like whoever God has brought into your day was brought to you for a purpose. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know, that's just humbling to beautiful. me. I love that. It it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, I always hope those encounters can go deeper. But you don't know if you're just watering somebody else's seed mm-hmm. or if you get to actually, you know, reap the harvest in somebody's sometimes. heart. Yeah. If you're, just, if you're just part of God's orchestration in somebody's heart, mm-hmm. you're just a, a player, mm-hmm. you know, in all of that. But... Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. I'd like to go back, if we can, for a minute to when you were wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of women, I would say probably even like 90% of women, can identify with that place mm-hmm. of this is something that I want mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. but and I'm so unwilling to let it go because mm-hmm. if I let it go, what's left doesn't mm-hmm. seem like much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but what I found fascinating about you sharing that story was that you were willing to surrender Mm-hmm. you laid it down, but God grew something in you that you didn't think you had mm-hmm. or developed it to mm-hmm. such an overflow that wasn't there before mm-hmm. that it gave you joy and it gave you pleasure. Whereas you might not have seen that mm-hmm. when you were in the wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And I just think, I think it, that's an important point for a lot of us to grab a hold of is if we are just willing to let go and surrender 
God's like, it's like the, the pearls that we've talked yeah, about yeah. before. If we're willing to let go of the counterfeit pearls, he's waiting with the real deal, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on a, in a way that we can't even fathom mm-hmm. or imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I think that's a beautiful illustration. I'm so glad that you shared mm-hmm. that story because mm-hmm. I think there's, I think so many people can just are there right now. It's a, it's a, well, I'll tell you what, if I, when I do encounter a little bit of a headbutting with God on anything, I don't fight I don't fight mm-hmm. anymore because <laughs> I know the outcome. Yeah. I'm like, he knows. Yeah. You know, you have something like that that's so monumental. It, it did take me to a place of trust. Yeah. And especially now on this end with him offering, you know, an opportunity for me to have my own business. And it doesn't infringe on my husband's ministry or my kids' development and all that. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's a... It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful and, um, thing. And he, and it's one of those undeserved things. Like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I can't say because it's coming back to me now that it's going to come back for everybody, that God's going right. to offer that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those precious things that it's like, he knew, he knew. It was just in its time. Yeah. Right. And, um, and Tim and I like to refer, I'm, like now I get, I used to sing a lot and I loved being on a worship team and I, had to die to that, mm. never knowing if I was going to ever sing again. Mm-hmm. And then, a number, like about a year ago, I was really getting hungry to sing again. And but I, there was no outlet that I could find. But yeah. God found it for me. Right. And so Tim and I have encountered a few of those things in our in our lives where it's like, wow, such an undeserved privilege right. that God didn't forget, right. but dished it, you know, handed it to yeah. us. But it was in its right time. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think the root of all of that, at least for me, has been like, we want to matter. Like we want some significance Mm -hmm. and we're searching for that and are looking horizontally for all those things. And I think God brings us to those deserts and those crawling times and that wrestling because he's like, I want you, I want what I think of you to be more important than what all this other stuff means. Mm -hmm. And I want to matter more to you than all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's like we've talked about with Be Transformed. It has to happen that way so that we take on that new flash of what God wants to do Mm -hmm. and realize that our search for significance has to, it has to come from him alone first. Mm -hmm. And then all the other stuff is just a bonus. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's easy to get distracted and confused because of the culture brand. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and, um, do, 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 do. be more, yeah. bigger, better, Yeah. social yeah. media, the whole nine yards. Equal rights and all this, yes. you know, and there's a place for all that. Right. But you can start to get confused and think, I deserve this. I mm-hmm. am own, you know, the I. The D word. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, well, and especially when you think about how you're gifted, right? Mm-hmm. We hear well, so much about your gifts and too. talents. Yeah. You think, but God gifted me with this. Right. Why would he give this to me if he doesn't want me to use it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I've been very honest about just my journey of feeling like God has called me to ministry, and yet he's never really opened up the formal door mm-hmm. of ministry. Mm-hmm. And he did call me straight into my family and closed off every other thing that mm-hmm. I was doing. And you know, I called Monica the other day, or we were texting, and I'm like, I'm struggling again. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just one of those things that I struggle with. But seasons is very important Mm -hmm. because I think we have a culture of women who want to be world changers, but they want to be world changers on a platform that is not ready for them 
and they're not ready for it, right? right? Because we have seasons. We have seasons of learning how to be a wife, seasons of learning how to be a mom, seasons of learning how to just serve in the church Mm -hmm. or just serve in the school or Mm -hmm. take a meal to your neighbor Mm -hmm. and have Mm -hmm. hospitality. And and that doesn't have a lot of accolades because, again, with social media, you see all these huge platforms that these women have and you're like, but they have young kids and and they're married and Mm -hmm. or she's a CEO or a CFO and I wanted dot, dot, dot. And Mm -hmm. But one of the things, and, and we talk about this, I'm just a little further along in parenting than Monica is because she still has a five-year-old at home, but I only have five years left mm-hmm. mm. with Addie and Rye being at home. And I can already see God stirring in my heart new things mm-hmm. because I do think he's getting me ready mm-hmm. for the next phase mm-hmm. of my life. But I'll be able to look back and know that I, I really did give parenting all that I could. Mm. And I have to leave the rest of it up to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about that, Mm -hmm. you know, just do the best you can and leave the rest to God. He'll fill in the blanks Mm -hmm. that your measure is not based on numbers Mm -hmm. and platform. Mm -hmm. Well, there's so many books and things you can read and to be the perfect parent, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But I, I, I got overwhelmed with all that. And I was just like, you know what, God, you did not create this to be an impossibility to raise children right. and to raise a family. And, um, and so I just had to just say, okay, I'm going to do my best and I just have to relax and leave the rest up to you. Yeah, right. That's all you're held to, right. you know? And, um, and that was set freeing for me. Yeah. That was very set freeing. Not that I can't learn, continue to learn sure. and be intentional about sure. learning, but you know, I think, I think our kids suffer when we try to f- be everything. Yeah. You know, I think right. they do. The pressure. We put the pressure on them because um, we want them to be everything and look like we're doing a good job. Mm, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? You're exactly right. The personification. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, God's working on them. God's developing them. Mm-hmm. And um, you just you just have to, moms, you just got to do the best you can and leave the rest up to your Heavenly Father. Right. Let him trust him to do a work. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't do it all anyway. And you can't, we can't do the stuff that's really important. And that's mm-hmm. the stuff that has to be done on the heart. Mm. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and has to do that. Right. So we'll have Pam's information on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll probably even put your email address up there and your business okay. information. Okay. And I know Pam's heart. If anyone mm-hmm. that's listening has any questions or thoughts or whatever, she is a plethora mm-hmm. of wisdom and knowledge that she just, I'm going to get emotional, yeah. just oh, doesn't even know you. that she has. And, <laughs> um, and Tim's organization, Growing Leaders, we're going to put that on the website mm-hmm. because if you are a parent searching for um, knowledge and wisdom on raising kids today and what they're dealing with and how they learn and how they grow and, and how, the to relate how to them. prepare them for <laughs> adulthood. That's right. Yeah. Fantastic um, with that as well. Ladies, anything else you want to ask? Or oh, thank you so you much for I joining know. us. Such a beautiful story. I love what you were like, kind of repeating what Sarah said, just the idea of your gifts and talents not being what defines you and Mm -hmm. um just because it's good things doesn't mean it's things that god's calling you to do right now Mm -hmm. yeah i thought about king david like he was gifted to be king yes but it took decades Mm -hmm. so well and not only did it take decades if he had never been a shepherd boy right he would have never been able to um 
do a slingshot. If he had not been able to do a slingshot, he would have never been able to kill the Goliath. If right. he had never been able to kill Goliath, he wouldn't have been able to be a king mm. and wage war. And I read that recently, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's so great. We'll talk more about that in week four. Oh! <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Lord is good. He is good. He is another one of those links that, that we didn't the even know. It does. Yes. It does. It's, well, it freaks us we out. We will separately prepare for things and come up, and there will be common themes or verses or wow. words or it's pretty that's cool. awesome all yeah. the time i all love so that it's so awesome that's what god work. does i love that <laughs> yeah just wow. want to thank you pam for being so open and transparent and sharing like the real life like struggles in the beginning of your marriage and going through that time of trying to figure out who you were and what you were supposed to be doing i think we don't all share and talk about that stuff enough mm-hmm. and i think then we end up feeling abnormal mm-hmm. when we go through the normal things of life mm-hmm. so um i just really appreciate you mm-hmm. being willing to share that well, you're sweet. Yes. thanks for inviting thanks. us and hang out with you girls love having you <laughs> um sarah would you mind praying us out sure. today Jesus, thank you so much for just showing up today and showing up through Pam. And um, just, I knew the content was going to be amazing, but it was just more amazing than I could have imagined. And um, I'm often in awe of how I think sometimes these these um, recordings are for me <laughs> and just the growth that I need to go through and things I need to be reminded of. And so I praise you for her transparency and I praise you for the lessons that you allowed her to go through before us so that she and her wisdom could share that with us and um, just mentor and disciple and, and, and love on others, Lord, the way that she does so well. We just pray that if there is a listener out there that's just kind of struggling with um, where you have her and her mission that you would just really reveal yourself to her, um, allow her to come to you, allow her to go for to others for encouragement, um, because we know that you have a place for each of us in the kingdom. We're growing the kingdom, Lord. That's what it's all about is being a kingdom builder, not a self-builder. Lord, we just pray all of these things in your name. We praise you for the death on the cross and for your resurrection. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Cast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love to have you review it on iTunes. Your reviews and ratings make it easier for others to come across our podcasts. And we'd love to hear from you on Facebook or Twitter. Hit us up at Be Still Be Free. And for details on our Bible studies or other resources, please visit www.bestillbefree.com.